don't 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 cross her. <laughs> You're gonna find the death certificate in your mail, and it said it'd be dated for tomorrow. You're like, oh shit, uh, honey, we're we're leaving town. Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Take My Word podcast. Welcome back to the Take My Word podcast. I'm your host, Christian, and if you're new here, this is the podcast where I look all over the web and I find the strangest and funniest real news stories, and I bring them to you for us all to laugh at, because we, we all need it right now. So let's, let's jump right into it. Starting off, we have... Police catch restaurant thief napping in bathroom next to beer and half-eaten cheesecake. Police were called to the restaurant in Sunderland, England after receiving calls of a break-in that occurred overnight. When police arrived at the 808 bar and kitchen, they were immediately able to apprehend one of the men suspected of breaking into the restaurant because he was sleeping in one of the bathrooms. The police found the suspect completely passed out next to a bucket full of bottles of beer, cider, and drinks along with a half-eaten cheesecake. In the, the words of YouTube, this man was a little sus. <laughs> restaurant owner Nathan first discovered the sleeping perp he told Fox News I was shocked for a split second and thought I'm going to have to defend myself as I expected him to jump up and make a run for it but then I realized he, he was snoring away fast asleep I thought on my feet grabbing the keys locked all the doors so he was locked inside and couldn't escape and then called police well and then there's a picture this guy had oh he had a like mop bucket full of beer bottles, and the cheesecake is just he had it sitting in the mop bucket and it melted all the way down the side. Police are still looking for another man suspected to take part in the theft. They left our boy high and dry. He said, Okay, man, check the bathrooms, make sure no one's here, and then I'm gonna get the car. He said, Okay. He said, But first, uh, before I get the car, I'm, let's you wanna grab you wanna grab some some buds? You wanna grab some of this Bro, this caramel cheesecake looks to die for. He's like, no, we need we need to go. He said, hold up, I'm gonna I'm gonna investigate further into the freezer. <laughs> then the guy's like, okay, man, I'll get the car. He went outside and then got us wet in the bathroom. He started drinking. I can I count one, two. Yeah, he was drinking Bud Light. I see a bottle. One, two, three, four, five. He drank five beers and he ate an entire cheesecake. Well, half of an entire cheesecake and then left the rest of it. Well. This wasteful, this wasteful bitch. The rest of it's just melting down this mop bucket. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> Cops walk in. He's like, this, uh, this man's sus. Like, why you say that? He's like, well, he still has the beer in his hand. And, uh, we can see a little bit remnants of cheesecake. He got that caramel drizzle on the side of his mouth. He said, that's, take pictures. Evidence. He's like, we don't, we, that, we, we, we see the evidence with our with our eyeballs. <laughs> Alright, next we have... Uh, Twitch suspends Dragon Force guitarist for playing his own songs. Now, if you don't know who Dragon Force is, they're the people who do the... Through the Fire and Flames and Guitar Hero. You, sh- you should know this. Twitch continues its DMCA takedown rampage, this time suspending the channel of Dragon Force guitarist Herman Lee for playing his own music. Twitch has recently bu- been busy with his uh, comically oversized takedown hammer, th- smashing thousands of channels for their unsanctioned use of copyright music under the auspicious of the Digital Millennium 
Copyright Act, D- DMCA. They were, uh, why, so my thing with that whole thing is, so why did they just, they never thought this was going to be a problem? If you're using, if you click on any of the big Twitch channels, and you see them playing, like, music they don't own, and then on the same screen they have an overlay that says, tip, tip, donation, tip, subscription, renew their subscription for 36 months, simp. Um, that's, that's, God, that's profiting off of their stuff. You don't think, like, do you not see YouTube? YouTube, they, they don't play games, man. You'll be streaming, then just cut out the lights to your house. <laughs> your kid comes in, Dad, I can't flush the toilet. They, uh, they cut off the water. Like, damn, they taking this DMCA stuff seriously. Uh, now it ha- uh, its wrath has been seemingly misapplied to a well-known artist, uh, Herman Lee of Dragon Force, who has shifted his streaming activities over the band's YouTube channel. That's what's you like. You give this laissez-faire, do whatever you want attitude, and then later you hit him with the band hammer. That's you're gonna start losing a lot of these big people. Doc, Doc, disrespect. He ain't gonna be lonely for much longer. Lee has been a major supporter of the music streaming on Twitch, going so far as to give fellow streamers blanket permission to reproduce anything from Dragon Force's Maximum Overload, reaching into Affinity and Extreme Power Metal albums without fear of DMCA fueled reap. So he's given out this. He said, "Use our music. Use our music. Use our music." Twitch is like, "You can't use your music." <laughs> Lee himself is or was a frequent Twitch streamer where he could often be found shredding on his guitar, playing games and chatting with fellow musicians, among other things. While Twitch has not revealed any official reason for the suspicion of Lee's channel, plenty of industry commentators have naturally suspected that it has fallen victim to the merciless automated DMCA takedown systems, which I've recruited. Yeah, so what's with all this? I'm not trying to get too serious, so is the just music streaming on Twitch just donezo? Or was he just shredding so close to what he was doing before that the automated systems like uh, they're playing the music pitch perfect, um, which offers creators no means of disputing or appealing bans to save their. Ch- so if you get hit with a with a strike, you're just it's not a strike. You just get hit with the whole damn bus. <laughs> if even a well-known and respected streamer such as Lee can fall victim to the monotonous strikes of copyright bots, it's only be natural for any other streamers to fear the safety of their channel and it, in the case of professionals, their livelihood. Yeah, so my advice for streamers right now would be to just use, like, uh, copyrighted, like, no copyrighted music, you know, like how, I think it's lo-fi, lo-fi hip-hop does. You know, they stream music all day, but it's not, like, it's free use. If you're going out there playing Miley Cyrus and Carly Rae Jepsen, you know you're gonna you're gonna get hit with that that copyright strike, uh, copyright damn bus beep beep. But <laughs> you're just like you can't. <laughs> I can see their labels coming after him. Like you can't be making music money off of your music anywhere else but through us. But no, Twitch is like you can't be making music in general. You can't be making money off of your music. How dare you all right next story a little less heavy okay we got a woman we got a woman accused of impersonating a prosecutor dropping criminal charges against herself and then has the funniest looking grin 
I have ever seen in her, in her mugshot. She's still wearing the, the stripy shirt and everything. They didn't even... Oh, my God. Look at that shit in green right there. That's an Uno reverse card if I've ever seen one. A Littleton woman allegedly impersonated a Hillsborough County prosecutor when she filed bogus documents with court officials declaring that the drug possession and stalking case against her had been dropped according to recent released <laughs> indications. Okay, so if this woman had thought out that far, and that's like 17 chess moves ahead. Like, they're setting up the board. She's like, I know what you're going to do. Like, bitch, I don't even know what I'm going to do. <laughs> if, if you're the person that she was having stock, if she was, if you're the person she was stalking, man, I would be shit in my pants right now. Because if she's filing, so how'd she even get the documents to, was it just a word document that says, Lisa, <laughs> Lisa Landon, uh, don't worry about her drug charges. Signed, Hillsborough County Prosecutor. Not even a name, just Prosecutor. Lisa Landon, 33 of Railroad Street, Littleton, faces one charge of false personation and six charges of falsifying physical evidence, according to Hillsborough County Grand Jury indictments handed upon earlier this month. Indictments allege that Landon submitted the fake documents in three different court cases last November and December. In several instances, she used the New Hampshire court system's electronic system to file to file documents. Man, the more I'm reading into this, this this photo is not going from being funny to she just she scared me. Like looking back up at the like I'm reading this, she's using their file system. So she just SSH'd into there. She's like, hacker, <laughs> hacker boy, just binary code in the background. Just like, dun, 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 typing away. The... She said, honey, don't worry. I'm not, uh, I know you filed that, uh, <laughs> no contact order, but I got it overturned. Aren't you happy? He said, no, bitch, I'm not happy. <laughs> the, uh. In November, Hillsborough County prosecutor became suspicious when they heard from a state forensic examiner who had been scheduled to perform a competency evaluation on Landon. The examiner saw a notice in Landon's court file that prosecutors had dropped charges. The examiner wanted to know if the examination should go forward. He said, so uh, I, I showed up and she said, hey, I uh, they, they let me go free. He said, you're still handcuffed, ma'am. You're like you. You still have the ankle cuff on. You step outside your door, you're getting beep boop bopped, and you're going back to the the, the pen. He's like, no, no. Check my files. He's like, how would you? How would you even know that you have files in there? Maybe they're just talking about it and haven't filed. No, there's definitely files in there. I I did. I I put I I didn't I didn't put them in there. I no. I didn't put them in there. They were that I just my lawyer. He said. <laughs> He said, oh, okay, um, I'm going to check this. And he like gets on his little laptop. He cracks that boy open, that Lenovo Vink pad. And then he's just typing. He said, uh, Lisa Landon. Huh. Seems you're correct. It's uh, how it was only dated. Like, uh, I just got here and it was filed two minutes before. She's like, yeah. He's like, but you said that there was in there. 
yeah, they're in there. I know. He's like, I just got here. How would you have known if it was two minutes before? He's, I just know. He's, oh, okay, I'm going to leave. <laughs> the file uh, purported to contain a Noel Prosecki dropped the charges filed by Assistant County Attorney uh, Patrice Cassian, but it quickly became evident to the state that the document, as well as other documents in the file, had been filled fraudulently, wrote Superior Court Judge David Anderson. That's a name, David Anderson. Definitely a dude I'd want to chill out with. Look at that. Man, your name's David Anderson. That's dope. In our ruling regarding the case, indictments alleged Landon had also filled an order falsifying a decision of retired Superior Court Judge Gillian Abramson to waive filing fees in a lawsuit she brought against Hillsbury County. She allegedly filed an order on behalf of a relative to halt guardianship proceedings involving her ch the child. Oh, this is this is getting, this is some scary shit. Landon's history included criminal. What did she do as a day job? Like, look at—is she an IT professional? Is she a, a a black hat hacker? You need a well, man. She ain't using just a VPN. She's getting in there somehow. My God, the grand jury also returned indictments of burglary and theft against this woman. Has more charges than anybody. So let's let's count them out. Count them up, boys. Okay. So she had a uh, one charge of false 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 like identity one six charges of a seven eight nine she has a this, i think she has 11 charged 11 chart oh my god 11 she going for a world record oh, the, oh. don't 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 cross her <laughs> you're gonna find a death certificate in your mail and it's gonna be dated for tomorrow you're like oh shit uh honey we're we're leaving town <laughs> All right, we got this next one. Next story. Pole dancing skeleton must be removed. Homeowner Association tells homeowner. Now, that's just no fun. The HOA has no fun. Uh, Richmond, Texas. A woman is going uh, is going to head-to-head -head with the Homeowners Association after complaints were filed over the inappropriate Halloween decorations that show skeletons dancing on poles. Angela... <laughs> Angela Nava lives in a community in Richmond. She received a letter on Sunday saying she has 30 days to remove the decorations. Uh, when was this? So this is on the 27th? Okay, the Halloween's the <laughs> Halloween's legit in four days. Okay. <laughs> it's not going to stop that kid from walking up. He's like, trick or treat. He's like, oh, here we go, kid. She's like, ma'am, ma'am. Tugging on her skirt. Uh, ma'am, why... Why is that skeleton dropping it like it's hot? He said, I don't know. You know, I didn't even put them up. I just woke up, walked outside to get the mail, and they're there. I thought that uh, some higher beings put them there. So you can see that skeleton dropping it like it's hot. You're welcome. That's an <laughs> early life lesson. Nava said the idea came up during the early stages of the pandemic. We've all been, you've been thinking, if, wow, this, we've been in quarantine since like, February, March, March, Marchish. So you've been thinking you you just must have ran out of Netflix shows to binge. You're just sitting there like, honey, I have an idea. 
for this Halloween. He said, it is March. It's March. It's still cold. <laughs> we haven't even got to the hot part of the year yet. He said, no. Honey, listen, we're going to have stripper skellies. He said, stripper, stripper skellies. Yeah, stripper skeletons. They need to have wigs. We need to go and buy some PVC pipe. He said, can we buy that in, in October? I, we, we drive... We drive, <laughs> we drive a Nissan, a Nissan Versa. Where are we going to put all these PVC pipes? We're going to, like, if you're talking about going by and, like, like 20 feet of PVC pipe, we're going to need to borrow my brother's truck. He said, okay, well, I'm glad we thought this out now. So can you just hit up your brother and ask him, hey, in October, can I borrow, can I borrow your truck, go get some PVC pipes so I could put up some stripper skeletons? I, I, I guess I'll put it in the... I put it in my calendar and have an alert. October 1st, borrow Tony's car. We about to have some naked skellies in the front yard. Nava said she... We've all been a little cooped up and it seems this has been a terrible year, said Nava. We've just decided if it brings a little bit of joy and a little bit of smiles at someone, then we're doing something right. Nava said she hasn't had neighbors approach her with complaints. So far, up until this letter that I received last night, everyone who came by had an incredible support, had been inc incredibly supportive. My neighbors love it. Not, your neighbors aren't knocking on your door. Hey, hey, you know, I love that. I love that skeleton pole dancing in your front yard. That's not been a sentence that's been said. You might have been outside checking the mail. The neighbors are like, nice. That's, I guess that's incredibly supportive. <laughs> Eyewitness News reached out to the community's HOA on Monday, but have received no responses. Meanwhile, that's such a thing. That's such a thing that someone would do. Like, instead of just knocking on your door, hey, my my kids are real young and impressionable. I think that might be best if you take down your stripper skellies. No, they're little beta bitches right to the... You know, honestly, I would say it was like a Karen, but it seems like something that a beta bitch dude would do. Would ride to the HOA. Meanwhile, Nava said since Halloween is this weekend and falls before the HOA's deadline, she's going to leave up the door. That's exactly what I was saying. You gave her 30 days. You can't say you have seven days. You have a, no, I'll give you, you have a business week. <laughs> no, you gave her 30 days. Who's keeping Halloween decorations up until, if you're having stripper skeletons in November, you know, if you're eating a drumstick inside with your mashed potatoes, you look outside and you see, <laughs> And you see, you hear, pour some sugar on me on loop for the 30,000th time with stripper skeletons, then maybe there's a problem. But if it's October, why the hell do you care? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. When I got the letter, I was a little sad, said Nava. I thought, okay, I'm just going to take it down. I'm going to comply. I'm going to take it down and just not have it anymore, not do this anymore. But then it got so much support off of Facebook, and I said, forget it. People are having such fun with this, and they love it. I'm going to continue it. Oh, then this pick. Wow, they have, yeah, PVC pipe. And then uh, skeletons upside down, zip-tied through the, like, the pelvis bone area. And their legs spread, and they have uh, a pink wig and a blue wig with disco balls. And... In the back, they have a tarp that says the candy shop over and over again. Welcome to the candy shop. You know what? 
screw those beta bitches. Keep keep it up till they. I want you to be eating Thanksgiving dinner. I want you to be prepping that turkey on that Wednesday before to have it thaw. And I want you to look outside and see candy shop with a disco ball. I I need it. I need it. I'm, I'm going to be looking out for, a, I want a continuation of the story. Of the, you know that that beta bitch is going to complain on Facebook. My neighbor, he's she, he and she are they're so disgusting. Disgusting. We have children. What, what are your kids going to say? Why is that? They probably just think it's like them falling down. They're trying to shimmy up and they just fell down and got stuck. Disco ball might be a little bit harder to explain, but the kids aren't going to be like, Mom, is is that strip? Is that what is stripper? What? Why does it? Why is it singing candy shop? Does that mean that it is Halloween? So this they say their house is the candy shop, and they going to give me candy? But why disco ball? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why disc? Why why disco ball? Why you have disco ball? I just want the Kit Kat. That's not that's not a conversation any kids having with their parents. If they know about it, the kids aren't going to say anything because they're going to be embarrassed. And if they do know about it, then they're probably too old to be trick-or-treat. Actually, I don't care. Trick-or-treat until you're fucking 74. I don't care. Everyone wants candy. If you're going out there and grabbing handfuls when it says take one, then you kind of deserve to go to the depths of hell. But trick-or-treat as old as you want. <laughs> I don't care, man. All right. Next story. We have Drake fans horrified to learn he's serving mac and cheese with raisins with raisins Ugh. we just we have way too much this we need to go back to normal we need to, <laughs> we have way too much time to care about this shit man raisins have been scorched everything from cereal to cookies but now drake is condemning mac and cheese to similar doom Okay, Drake held a birthday party in celebration of his 34th birthday over the weekend. You can't even give him his birthday. You have to cancel him on his fucking birthday. On oh, his birthday? Several attendees shared photos of the menu on social media. One item that surprisingly tame menu horrified fans of the Canadian rapper scrolled down to the bottom of the list of items and you will find mac and cheese. Okay. Uh, what could be wrong with something as delightful and comforting as mac and cheese? Well, the answer lies in the pasta dish's interesting recipe. Someone opted to taint the... I don't like this. Ooey, gooey goodness of the beloved comfort food with raisins. You know what? Maybe... maybe you know, maybe... <laughs> maybe Drake here took advantage of that uh, that sin nude craft craft promotion maybe he got all that mac and cheese for free and now he doesn't know what to do with it and then he looked to the side of it and there was some sun-dried raisins you know he is not letting food go to waste why are we condemning this man he is thinking above and beyond there was one there was more than one drizzy fan desperately clinging to reality trying to wake up from this nerve-ending fever fever dream i know that you're just writing this to get those colorful words in there you're, you're using your purple words as some elementary schools might say but the yeah, i think you're just taking a little too far who gives a shit 
what Drake had at his birthday party. <laughs> Drake is eating mac and cheese with sun-dried tomatoes, raisins, capers, and parsley. I don't even want to be that rich. Or one use well, don't worry, you won't. Drake could have any meal in the world, but raisins in capitalized. All caps button, boy. You know what? He didn't even use caps lock. He used shift and he pecked it out on his keyboard. Shift, one finger, I, T, to get his point across. Mac and cheese lands on his birthday menu, said another. Continuing reading below for more reactions to the twist of the popular dish. In honor of Drizzy's birthday, drop in a few raisins the next time you chow down on mac and cheese. Drake, and this is the tweet that sparked all this controversy by at Cody tweeting Drake could have any meal in the world but raisins in mac and cheese lands on his birthday menu crying he was crying emoji I'm sorry man that you this made you this image made you cry this person says word I mean really who capitalized puts raisin in mac and cheese x uh, question mark question mark why in you why apostrophe in you put some chocolate in it question mark question mark question mark that's that frou-frou bullshitting <laughs> okay and then uh another one said oh dear shake my head and then the next one said and tag somebody this is your king and the person said the man is serving salads for his B-Day party, and you're upset about the mac and cheese. There are multiple flags on the play. Um, and then someone said, I honestly don't see what's wrong with it. <laughs> okay, and that's, that's kind of how I'm feeling. Who who cares what Drake had at his birth? If, man, if he wants to eat just... If he's just handing out a pack of sun-dried tomatoes... Not, not tomatoes. Sun-dried raisins and dates... Everyone's shitting themselves and wishing they had that oatmeal to make oatmeal <laughs> raisin cookies. I don't care. Why should? Why do we care? All right, our last story for the day. Last week we talked about people be turning into crabs, the crabification. Now we have science is going rampant again. Science is people making people ooh shaking their boots. We have. Escaped clone female mutant crayfish take over a Belgian cemetery. They'd be using some more purple words. Alright, it says, Escaped self-cloning mutant crayfish created in experimental breeding programs have invaded a Belgian cemetery. So, you know, why we have a pandemic going on right now. So, so that was probably made in a lab. So, let why why would you... Why would you be making self-cloning mutant crayfish at this time? Why? You never hear of stuff like a super virus created and then cured in lab. You hear about super virus created in lab and then breaks out. It's never... Stop. Make iPhone 13s and 14s and make Xbox Series Zs in the future... Let's not make self-cloning mutant crayfish. Thank you very much. Hundreds of duplicating uh, crayfish, which can dig down to up to a meter and are always female, 
pose a deadly threat to local biodiversity after colonizing a historic Antwerp graveyard. What's an Antwerp? I don't even know what what's an Antwerp. I'm gonna do a little Googlepedia right now. Let's see. An Antwerp is that's well, that's brought up a city. No, I'm just I'm not too worried about it. I'll, I'll remain ignorant. <laughs> it's impossible to round up all of them. It's like trying to empty the ocean with a thimble, said Kevin Shears of the Flemish Institute of Nature and Woodland Research. Marbled crayfish, which travel across land and water at night and eat whatever they can, do not occur in nature and are banned from the European Union. How could you ban it? How can you ban something from the European? He said, we put up, we have invisible barriers. If we have a marbled crayfish walking up, it gets zapped dead. We don't want them in the EU. <laughs> Instead, the freshwater beast, which are about 10 centimeters big. I don't even know. I'm American. What's what's a centimeter? What's centimeter? And voracious are thought to have been bred by unscrupulous German pet traders in the 1990s. They're similar to the slough crayfish found in Florida, but are parthenogenic, which means they reproduce with themselves, and all their children are genetically identical females. The mutation, which occurred about 25 years ago, these populations can spring up rapidly from just a single... I don't even know, it's a big old word. That's at least 27 syllables. They, they can spring up from one. One can make a, a billion. So we have this thing, right, that is already a problem. It's been a problem for over 25 years, and now we have clone uh, escaped mutant crayfish. When did when did you blast them with those gamma rays and then they start turning green with purple pants? Um, in 2018, scientists established that the global marbled crayfish population was descended from a single female and didn't need males to reproduce. The EU banned possession and release of uncanny uh, crayfish in 2014, but is it impossible to trace their owners because all the crayfish are genetically exactly the same? A Rathborn, a British MP killed in action, is among the famous people memorialized here. Once again, the pet trade is to blame for the infestation at the cemetery where the bodies of the 1577 British Commonwealth soldier killed in World War II lie. So, like, there's a... People people want these things? If there's... So there's pet traders. So, like, say that you get one, right? You put it in your little aquarium, come back the next day, it's just going to be stacked to the brim, to be pushing up on the little little screen door, just growing by the second, and it just spills out, it carries away your child. The child has turned, learned how to crawl, and now these crawfish are just walking off with it. You just The kid had a future, and you wanted to have one little crayfish, and now you lost it, <laughs> your child forever. <laughs> Someone's apparently had the animal in their aquarium and then set it free in the canal. 
Shear told the Brussels Times website, often people get tired of their animals or the marble crayfish population is getting too large at home. The bees, which are all decapod crucians to solo reproduce, have already been spotted elsewhere in Antwerp and in Leuven. Well, like we said, just a couple paragraphs, they, they travel in the night. They travel in the night and they eat whatever they can. They are the raccoon ninjas of the sea. They're just... And then they're just... Well, look over, they're eating your trash can. You put your, you're like, babe, put the trash can out <laughs> You don't have a trash can anymore. Like, uh, we're just going to have to set the bags out on the curb. Like, no, then the trash man's not going to get it because the arm can't squeeze the trash bags. The automatic arm, you're making the trash man work too hard. Don't make him work too hard or buy another trash can. He said, they're just going to eat that one too, honey. We are in an endless cycle of crayfish eating our damn trash cans. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick. Sick of it. <laughs> The crayfish had spread rapidly through Africa and Europe and have been compared to the dribble, Tribbles, a fictional alien species of Star Trek that reproduce extremely quickly. Scientists have a science fiction shellfish's incredible adaptivity, adaptability may help them understand how cancer tumors adapt to their environment by developing resistance to certain drugs. Why, why do you see a crawfish, crayfish and just think, that's cured cancer? I, I would never, I would never make that jump in my head. Both the crayfish and tumors have epigenetic mechanisms. This helps them adapt to different environments by switching certain genes on or off. Well, that's just the coolest sentence I've ever heard. Turning off your genes, he said, "No more green eyes." Now the gray bitches. The animals have been reported in countries including Austria, Germany, France, Japan, Madagascar, and Israel, and is pre. As present in four continents, the pet trade has been blamed for the population explosion. It's particularly prevalent in Madagascar, where it is rapid spread is less than a decade. And less than a decade is because of the population as a cheap source of protein. Researchers have found that the marbled crayfish could outcompete seven native crayfish. That's some scary shit. Turning off your genes, he said, I don't need to eat anymore. He said, how does that work? He said, because I says so. He said, are you you 100% sure on that? He said, yes. And you just look at him. He doesn't even eat one Cheeto. Not even one Cheeto. Not even one piece of the cookie of an Oreo. Not even the filling in one Oreo for a week. And you're like, damn, this dude's he's telling the truth. I would have eaten like a family-sized pack of Oreos, Cheetos, probably 17 microwave burritos, and probably two gallons of Diet Mountain Dew. But this man, he has either... He'll do anything to win this bet, or he turned off his gene to need to eat. <laughs> Alright, that's the last story for this week. And, uh, you know, what What do you call a man with a shovel in his head? An ambulance due to the fact that he has a rather serious head wound. That's the anti-joke of the week. Um, follow me on Twitter at the Take My Word Pod, the Take My Word P-O-D. I now have a subreddit which is a take my word podcast go send me news articles on there and i'll check it throughout the week and possibly if i like it it'll be here on the podcast next thursday um i'm your host christian i hope you enjoyed your time here and uh, i'll see you guys next week bye